Iftars are a plenty uh, during Ramadan. It's hard to choose where to break your fast. But ARN reporter Michelle Loxton met with an award-winning chef recently to find out what he has to offer this holy month. It is the year of innovation here in the UAE. And without a doubt when it comes to innovation, chefs are abundant in it. Chef Neet Bittia ticks all the boxes when it comes to that particular word's definition. He was a part of the first Indian restaurant to ever receive a Michelin star. Speaking with him recently, I started by asking where his innovation in the kitchen comes from. I think it's all uh, inside you. I think uh, as you learn to cook and you start beginning to cook, you also begin to question things around you. And as a young kid way back in India in the early 80s, middle, mid-80s, I was always fascinated by food when I went in the nursery, but I couldn't get the answers. And it's only when I left India and went to UK that I realized that there's a lot more to discover with food as such. And what, for me hap- what, what happened for me was that I learned to actually evolve around things and try to adapt things to give to my guest who would come to dine. Everybody wanted a breath of fresh air, something different, and that led to me actually evolving the food in those days, not realizing that um, I would probably be considered a pioneer or a maverick in those days. It was just out of uh, survival. But in those days, in the early 90s, when I went to the UK, it was, I have to make a living, and I need to look after the restaurant mm-hmm. where I was working. And that really snowballed into something quite large eventually, and uh, then you got recognized by the Michelin, which is totally out of the blue. But what it does is it gives you a lot of confidence, it gives you a pat on the back and says, hey, you are doing a good job, you know, it is in the right track, carry on. It's a huge motivating factor. Chef Vinit didn't always want to be a chef. He actually had a thing for aviation and engines. Seated in his Ashiana restaurant at the Sheraton Dubai Creek Hotel, he told me how his story began whilst imparting his chef knowledge on the wonderful world that is Indian food. Just like the UAE, Indian food is hugely diverse. So how does an Indian chef find his place in a country of, that has so many creative cuisines? Is it kind of where you're from or where you lived? How do we choose your style of cooking or what you're going to cook? I think it's not your own style of cooking because you don't cook for your own ego. You cook for the ego of your guest. You have to cook for them to enjoy the restaurant and to enjoy the meal and for them to come back. This award-winning chef has been cooking up, literally, beautifully creative dishes for years. South Indian crab cake and crab chutney or sweet fennel lollipops or carrot fudge. The imagination goes on. As we sat amongst the traditional Indian murals gracing the walls of Ashiana restaurant, telling stories of the characters and the art, I asked him to tell me about his journey to success. You have to have something as a USP, which is yours, and that's why people come back to you. When I opened up uh, the first restaurant in Dubai in 2005, everybody laughed at me back in the UK saying, oh, why do you want to go to Dubai? There's nothing there. And I said, no, it's going to come. But he said, yeah, but you can go to old Dubai and get an Indian meal for 10 dirhams and you're going to charge 200. I said, yes, you can. But I am sitting into a five-star hotel. The guests who are going to come to me are looking at uh, corporate meals. They're going to come in for business. They want to be entertained or they want to entertain their guests. They will not go suited and booted down to Bar Dubai or to the old parts to the small restaurant which serve great food. But they also want great service and different style of food. 
and that is what we produced in those days. And even here in uh, at Dubai Creek Sheraton, we're doing food which is very classically oriented, but it is still very light. It is still very healthy. It is not covered with sauces and masalas that you cannot taste a lobster or you can't taste a lamb chop. For us, uh, procuring the right product is very important. Because when you buy something good, you don't do much to it. Just a little bit of love and care. And it speaks for itself. So when looking, I was doing a little bit of research and I had a look at your Facebook page and I saw that you celebrated 11 years at your restaurant in London recently. And you, you say you owe a lot to your partnership with your wife. How important has the family been in, in this journey for you? Oh, 100%. She's been the backbone, the rock for the restaurant when you opened Rasoi. Uh, it was her who said that uh, you have to do something of your own to showcase it in the best manner. As long as you work for somebody else or partner with somebody else, you'll never express yourself. And I was pretty content with what I was doing in partnership. But that was not really giving me any results as such. Uh, I had to branch out on my own and uh, she had been very, very instrumental because I'm an artist. I cook. Whereas she has the, the business sense, the financial sense which I don't have. I have to admit that I love Indian cuisine, but my palate cannot handle anything hot or spicy. After our conversation, Chef Vineet hosted a private cooking lesson where he changed my world of spices by telling me the trick behind enjoying chilies without the mouth-exploding, eye-watering aftershock. Soak them in vinegar for a day and it reduces their hotness, but not their spice. The wonderful world of Indian spices... Where do we even begin with this topic? So if I were to walk into your pantry now, into your kitchen, do you have a preference? Is there a couple of spices that are kind of at the front of the rack because they've been used a lot? How do we, where do we even start when you think about the, the many spices of that world? It is a treasure box. It's a chest full of uh, magic ingredients. Uh, but you have to realize that uh, to understand uh, spices, it does take a, li- a while. Uh, what we do is we try and use few spices. We don't use more than four or five in a dish. People think by adding 15, 20 spices, the dish becomes more flavorful. It does not. Sometimes you just need a cumin seed or a mustard seed to get the most out of a dish. And in terms of spices, I would probably say cumin, mustard seeds, green cardamom, clove and cinnamon are the basic ones which we use in most of our dishes. The ratios we add into dishes varies upon the dish, but these are the basic four spices I would probably utilize. And if you ask me what do you need as the most important thing in the kitchen to cook, it is not spice. It is a passion to cook. The month of Ramadan is upon us and Chef Vineet definitely has some sumptuous food creations up his sleeves. Tell us a little bit about the offerings that you have uh, coming up for the holy month. It's a very big month for us, especially a lot for the people in the UAE and the Middle East. Uh, they fast the whole day, they pray, they worship, and uh, they, when they break the fast, they need to eat. So the iftars are very, very important. Uh, classically, when you go for iftar, you'll have a large spread of uh, Arabic meals or cold food around the table for them to open up with some zamzam. Uh, we do it similarly, but we also add an Indian touch to that. So when people come to our restaurant to come to break the fast for the iftar, we probably have a few Arabic sweets, we'll have zamzam, we'll have some yogurt drink, or maybe a roast lemonade around you. 
some samosa, some fritters because the Arabic guests want to eat. They enjoy certain things when they break the fast and the dates, of course. But then we take it on from there with the love of food which they like to eat. And the Arabic guests love to eat kebabs. They love to eat a samosa. So, you know, you don't reinvent. But you reinvent in a way that they're going to enjoy it. So we do a chicken tikka. But it's not a classically a red chicken tikka. But we do a green herb chicken tikka. So it's much more aromatic, much more flavorful. We do a sheik kebab. I mean, the Arabs love lamb. So a sheik kebab is then crusted with peppers and mint and spring onion. Again, it's very colorful. So visually for the eye, it's very inviting. Because before you even eat after your prayer, you look at it and you smell. So you're always salivating when before the meal comes. So you want that feeling to come. You know, when they eat the food, they say, ah, thank God, I'm enjoying my meal now. And you thank God for what is being offered. And of course, the samosa is very important because a sambosa is an origin from the Arabic world. And we're also going to do some fantastic large tandoori prawns because they love the seafood here and they love giant prawns. So we're going to break the fast with that. And the main course is we will do them a very nice light coastal uh, prawn dish with coconut milk and lime leaf with butter chicken because butter chicken is probably the most popular thing. So you've gone a bit safe also at the same time, but things which the guests are going to enjoy. And you're going to finish up with a very nice uh, dessert out of glazed carrots and then uh, egg-free ice cream, kulfi. Delicious. Okay, so I hoped we could end off with some quick questions. So, complete the sentences. If I looked in Chef Vinit's fridge right now, I would find... Lots of vegetables and a good amount of fruit and a bowl of yogurt for sure. Okay, so Chef Vinit's ultimate foodie indulgence... Your indulgence is? Chocolate. <laughs> Can't go wrong with chocolate. <laughs> if Chef Vineet could ask anyone to cook for him, it would be? It would have been Mother Teresa. The kitchen utensil that Chef Vineet could never live without is? A tandoor. The one recipe that Chef Vineet will not share with anyone ever is? Chocolate samosas. Ashiana by Chef Vineet Batia at the Sheraton Dubai Creek Hotel is where you'll be able to break your fast this holy month and enjoy a culinary journey through India and Arabia through his iftar. Mm-hmm.